Overdope Media presents. Welcome, y'all, to the first episode of the Dope World News Podcast. I'm your host, Nirvana Nash. Y'all already know what it is. We're going to get it all started right on the beginning of this trip that we're going to take together. Really, we're going to be just going over the articles that we put up on the website from the weeks previous. We're going to have a bunch of contributors, but me personally, I'm going to go over the ones that I talk about. You know, we're going to have a few guests on, and we're going to go over the ones that they write or the other things that we got up on the site in general. So the first one I'm going to kick off is going to be this uh, Nikki and Joe Budden podcast one. That's like the second one I think that I put up on the website. And really, it's just the beginning of how that whole podcast even started, honestly. It's how uh, Joe Budden and her was arguing. I didn't even think that's how the beginning of the podcast started, to be for real with you. And when I first heard it, it was weird. So I had to click through a couple of different uh, podcast stations just to see if that was actually the real podcast. Um, if you want to, you can go and check it out on Spotify. That's where Joe Budden puts all of his podcasts, of course. So um, I think... <laughs> so the most annoying man on the planet... That's a fact. I agree. <laughs> the most annoying human being on the planet is here today. Is, introduce yourself and introduce your team. Sir. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Joe Button. I'm here with some near and dear friend. So, as you can see, it was already a weird start to that whole podcast to begin with. Um. Anyway, as they get into it, you know, she starts really throwing shots at, like, Rick Ross and making fun of him and how Meek Mill really wasn't doing shit before she came along and how she was holding him down and talked to Barack Obama about, you know, whatever, getting him out of jail and all of this good jazz. And I saw recently Rick Ross had put up, he was like, well, yeah. If you at the White House talking about my mans, of course I'm going to say you a keeper until I see the shit that you doing. And it was honestly one of the funniest things that I've seen, to be real with you. But yeah, if you want to check that out, make sure y'all go and check out the Joe Button podcast because that shit is hilarious. Nicki Minaj honestly made a fool of herself to me this last year when she was doing the whole Travis Scott thing and trying to make fun of him and talking about how, you know, whatever and the same things that she did to sell her album, he did to do sell his first real successful commercial album. So, it, I don't know. Nicki Minaj be falling off her rocker sometimes and be on weird shit. You know, I'm glad that her and Meg The Stallion kind of got a relationship. I do think it, it, in a way, it's a PR front, but I don't know. You know, I ain't gonna go that deep into it because I don't think that she as bad of a person as people probably make her out to be. But... Shit, when you that successful of a female artist, I guess it would be tough to put yourself in that position and sometimes feeling like it's only one in, one out type of feeling. But really, it's a couple successful female artists out right now. So I don't think that she really needs to feel that way about what she got going on. That's just my personal opinion. But regardless of the fact, I think that it is unhealthy for the whole hip-hop community, honestly, and what's going on. Half the time, we don't know if she really stable, and then the other half of the time, half the music she make isn't really rap music, it's pop music, and that's cool, but 
as a female hip-hop artist, we kind of want to hear her rap more. That's just my take on the whole subject. Uh, shit, she, she always drops shit, and that shit do numbers. So, regardless of the fact, it don't matter what the fuck I say about it. It's about what her fans really want. And if her fans want it, I'm not her fan. I'm not a fan of her, so that's not going to be something I'm going to say. But if that's what her fans want, fuck it. You know, shit, that's what they need to do. Um, The second article that I got is the ASAP Rocky getting out of jail uh, situation. Now, this was the first one that I put up on the website, so I was kind of getting a general gist. I don't think that's really going to be, you know, the style of how we do these articles anymore. But I wanted to get a parameter on it. But it was a good article for me. I, I liked it. People liked it. Uh, but the main thing about that one was just the the whole situation. The whole situation played out, like, on the Internet. It played out right in front of us. So it was weird to me to see that he still went to jail and he had to deal with that shit over there even though we saw all the videos we saw the dude was antagonizing the whole time and i don't get what else you really want somebody to do after that i think it's more to do with the fact that people don't like you know hip-hop stars specifically black hip-hop stars coming to different countries and you know having that wealth and success in you know, at a time, it wasn't it wasn't always like that. I'm not saying it's like a racist thing. I'm just saying more of the, the situation. Like, people don't like seeing that shit. People don't like seeing any Americans just go around looking like they just, you know, flaunting, doing whatever the fuck they feel like it with their bodyguards and shit like that. So, at the end of the day, really, I don't know. I, I think that, that it's more to do with that and them just wanting to kind of stick it to the man and stick it to America or somebody like that just to, you know, put us in a situation. That's more or less what I feel like it was because, to be honest with you, you know, shit, you see that in the America system, court system play out all the time. At the very end of the day, he, you, he might have to pay a settlement to the person, but boom, that's it. I, I don't even feel like that would have been the case because, obviously, you got full video of this dude harassing him for blocks and blocks and blocks so it's it's weird it's weird uh that whole situation was weird to me but i'm glad that he back you know the whole donald trump situation with that you know i think that shit is always funny because he always putting himself into something so hey the more that he 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 make me laugh the more uh i get enjoyment out of being here i guess right now because shit at least it's funny for that nigga being president that nigga Twitter is hilarious. He be saying shit that don't make no damn sense. But off of that subject, the next topic we got is going to be the Travis Scott documentary that came out uh, this last week. That Travis Scott documentary really was just something that was that was crazy. And that's from the moment of this taping right now, which is uh, Sunday, what, September the 1st. So that's from the moment of this taping. Whenever this podcast come out, you know, just base it off that, but that documentary was crazy, man, being a young artist and seeing, you know, me and him, like, close to the same age, seeing how we got similar processes, just in how we record, and shit like that, and how he was going through, and marking off how they mixed it, and mastered it, and going to the car and listen to it, that's something I actually learned from Ice-T on that one show that he had with, uh, with his ex-wife, that was the one thing I learned from that nigga was, uh, 
was that shit was uh go to the car it's the car called the car test you gotta go to the car and listen to that shit man you go to the car and listen to it and you know you can really see that them levels is right and you ain't gotta fuck i always set the presets to the middle too and then i'll start you know turning up the bass or turning up the eat i mean the treble a little bit just to see because of course motherfuckers gonna roll around with that shit in their car like that so if you actually fuck with the presets before you actually give it to the motherfuckers, then you kind of got a general gist of how that shit gonna sound in their car. And that's really the big thing. If it sound good in the car, it usually sound good most other places, man. That's that's just what I got. That's why you hear see a lot of motherfucking artists that go out to their car and they listen to that shit in their car when they get a good final mix or master to that shit because they really want to hear how it sound. But other than that, man, it, it was dope because the festival, the festival situation that he threw down there, you know, based off of something that he cared about when he was a kid that got, you know, shut down. That was cold. I can't even lie. That was cold. And shit. I, I don't know. Just like his whole rise to fame has been dope since he was like 18, 19 years old, for real. So as a producer and as a rapper and everything that he got underneath his belt, the nigga is just one of the best right now. Like, depending on where he gonna be in the next two or three years, it, it really can go from, like, him being where he is right now, which is already, like, one of the top artists in hip-hop, to being, like, one of the uh, uh, one of the greatest musicians that can be in hip-hop. And I'm not just speaking from, like, you know, some people may not like his talent, some people not like his music, some people might not like the stuff he talk about, and that's okay. But when you talk about transcendence and stuff that people can listen to for 10 years, and especially if we move into a more digital, you know, music, pop type genre where everything is colliding the way it is, he got that sound with rap music. So it's going to transcend more. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what people expect rap to go backwards to you know more of that bully backpack style all of that shit is is dope that's dope but rap is forever evolving and those styles have evolved even in in themselves and have contributed to these new styles that even people don't like so that's the weirdest part about it to me as well like people want to compare it more to mc hammer or something like that but it's really not like that if you listen to it you got a lot of these dudes who more comparable to a snoop dog or something like that back in the day with the way that they deliver it and the, you know how they trying to actually twist the words around and then when you get a breakdown of some of the words what they saying is halfway straight it's just some of these kids is just using the auto-tune to their advantage and not saying shit what the fuck so ever. And that's the, the worst shit. I can't lie. I hate when I hear a song that sounds good, but they don't say not a word in it. Like, and some people feel that way about Travis Scott. Some people feel that way about a lot of the mumble rap or SoundCloud rappers, and that's cool. But the real truth of the matter is that musically, they more inclined than a lot of people. And their melodies and their harmonies are great. Of course, we all know that. But the truth of the matter is, they are more musically inclined in other genres of music than just rap music. So that's what kind of give them an edge to where it's not just, you know, people in the hood. Not just like black people or whatever. It's like, it's not people just in the hood or people who want to live those pipe dreams of the hood. 
who listening to their music. It's motherfuckers who just like listening to music. They just like hearing good things that's just gonna hit their ear sonically and be pleasing. That's it. That's all they really care about, dog. Like, they not worried about how, uh, oh, bro, I know that he real because I saw that he went to, you know, and he did this and did that. Like, motherfuckers don't care about that shit, bro. Motherfuckers want to see if you actually got some music in your bones. Like, motherfuckers still listen to Fleetwood Mac. Young people. Young people still listen to great bands that was, you know, not not everybody, but young people still listen to great bands from the 70s and the 80s, and they still listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and all of them people. You know what I'm saying? But you named me a rapper from five years ago. You named me a lot of the top dudes. A lot of them niggas, they music not gonna be, like, even anywhere in the genre in the next 20 to 30 years but niggas still gonna be listening to earth wind and fire and shit like that you know why because that music don't die because it's sonically more pleasing like shit a lot of them cats was just saying baby over and over again but it sound better because it's the instrumentation and it's the way that they recorded it and all of that shit got dynamics and it's amazing sounding tape saturation vinyl saturation all of that shit is just dope but when you got you know, this Pro Tools shit, and you got just a digital era of music. When it comes down to it, if you more musically inclined than people, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want to. And I think that's where a lot of, like, cats like Travis Scott and, you know, the little Uzis and the people like that, that's where they branch off. And some of the older hip-hop style dudes don't understand that. And that's the only reason why they as big as they are is because they took the time to kind of see what other music is about you know like uh i think Lil uzi say like one of his favorites marilyn manson if that's really the truth then you can see that in his music honestly like that that makes sense so i i don't know you know that's kind of my gist of it uh, i don't really want to get too deep into you know the old versus the new generation because i think that it's old music and old hip-hop that will transcend i think that a lot of the people that some people think, you know, it was the coldest back in them eras, though, won't transcend the way that they, they think they will. But that's okay. I think that it's gems in their past that they don't even understand. I think that it's gems right now that we don't understand. You know, that, that's just the way of the game. That's how music works. You know, it, 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 like I said, it was cats back in the 70s and the 80s who, who, who started getting more famous towards the 2000s era. You know, like, really, and start blowing up and becoming more legendary-style people just because of who they were on the real tip. And that's just how it goes sometimes, G. So, for me, I, I think that the music evolves regardless of the fact, and it, it all comes together. So, if people don't like what's becoming of the music now, they shouldn't have liked what was happening 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago with any of hip-hop because... Of course, it's just an evolution, G. Like, this is what we've all built it up to be. So, it's not the kids' fault. If anything, it's all of the rest of our faults. You know, because I'm 25, so I'm a little bit in that middle range. So, it's like, it's all of our fault, to be real with you. We the ones that put it like that, if we really want to blame anybody for the shit. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's just my take on the whole subject. I, I fuck with a lot of old school rap. I fuck with a lot of new school rap. I fuck with a lot of, you know, other genres. I, I love, you know, 70s rock music. I love, you know, a lot of the, uh, like, 60s and 70s uh, blues singers and shit like that, guitar players, because 
that's kind of where I base my music around. And that's what I mean. Like, people say I got a new age style, but a lot of my shit is based around the guitar. So, you take it how you want it. You know, you listen to a dude like Gunna, almost every song he do got a guitar in the background. That's the reason why Lil Nas X got the number one song in the world. That's just how it goes. Music transcends, hip-hop music transcends all genres now. And that's the greatest part. And that's what people in hip-hop should love the most because as I get it, you know, back in the day, it wasn't really accepted for people, you know, to be hip-hop artists. Nowadays, you should understand, like, hip-hop artists are the biggest artists in the world. And that was because of what y'all did back then. So props to y'all. Let's keep this shit moving. Uh, the next topic on the agenda is the Jay-Z NFL situation. Man, so let's start off with the lies, all right? That's what I want to get into because I don't like when people lie on Jay-Z. That's, that's the first and foremost. They came out and said that he told Jermaine Dupree not to do the, the NFL deal, which Jermaine Dupree then came out and said, I'm a grown-ass man, one. And if I didn't want to do something, because I ain't want to do it. And Jay-Z never told me nothing like that. We just talked about the situation. Now, regardless if people think he's trying to cover up for Jay-Z or whatever, what would make you think that Jay-Z, who people just came out of nowhere, start saying, you know, oh, you know, he ain't shit. He did this to Dame. He did this. Dame did a lot of shit to himself. If we being real about the shit. But that's neither here nor there. Jay-Z literally has been riding for majority of the hip-hop artists who been in trouble situations and didn't say nothing about him one. A lot of them people came out and said that he did something about it, which he probably didn't even want them to do. But on a real note, what makes people think that you're going to change the NFL or any type of system with nobody there? Like, a lot of people like to point out certain bullshit arguments or fucking red herring tales, and they just be like, bro, that don't even make sense. You got one of the wealthiest black men in America sitting down, handling most of the entertainment, which, let's be real about something, the entertainment for the NFL been trash. Super trash. So, I, I don't know what people expect on that. But... The, the the damn halftime show ain't been really that great for years. Years. So, you got to take the time out to really understand what you got to do to make the NFL better. And where black people in America have always been able to infiltrate the culture and make change has been through entertainment in a lot of ways. And that's the greatest part about it. So, if people can't really understand that and just be like, all right, G, let's see what he do. Because he can make a mistake, one. But two, this could be a selfish play. I'm not trying to say that, oh, it's just this or that. Because I don't know nobody's intentions, bro. Cats do whatever the fuck they want to, whenever the fuck they want to. That's life. All I'm saying is, is that when you look at the merits of the dude and you look at what's been going on, what else do you expect? Like, Colin Kaepernick made it impossible for himself to sit at the table anymore. So, since he can't actually sit at the table, why shouldn't anybody else sit at the table? What happens when it's somebody worse who sits at the table? And then they have the say for us. 
that can be even more detrimental. Like, I don't think people are really, who would you say you want to handle, you know, the entertainment and the diversity of, you know, an entertainment sector of America right now? Who, who would you say? Exactly. Because you don't know. You don't know. And that's the thing about it, bro. Majority of us would all resort to rappers. Because that's all we know growing up is a lot of rappers. And a lot of them rappers is going to be cats like Jay-Z and Do uh, Dr. Dre and Puff Daddy and people like that, G. That's it. That's it. Because them is the entertainment people who we see as successful. And that's not wrong. I'm not trying to say that's wrong. What I'm trying to say is like, what do you expect? Motherfuckers finally said, all right, look, bro, we going to stop hiring Harvard and Yale and, and whatever graduates, and we going to hire a motherfucker from the Marcy Projects who actually made a billion dollars. And then we going to see if he can help us because obviously all the Yale and Harvard and whatever. The, you, you ever seen that episode of The Office where the dude, Mr. Brown, can't? That's basically what, what they've been doing for the last couple years. That's it. That's it. They just been doing the whole go in, sign a paper, all finished, all done. That's all they've been doing for the last 10, 20 years, dog. So now they finally put a person that at least you can look at, see some of his merits, see some of his dumb merits, and be like, okay, well, I know what he's done good. I know what he ain't did that great or that I feel ain't the greatest things for people to do in business. Let's see what he do moving forward. That's my biggest thing. Like, you got a bunch of people coming out saying, you know, he this and he that. And like, what the hell are y'all talking about, bro? Y'all putting him in the same boat as people. Like, I I'm sick of people always getting called coons just because you don't agree with them. Like, that's weird, bro. Huh? You can't do that, bro. You, you got to see people's intentions before you just go off and start calling people weird ass you know jim crow names that, that that's that's a that's a weird thing to do g so for me i'm gonna just say it how it is i don't know what the fuck jay-z about to do because i don't know jay-z period but what i can say is that i got more faith in jay-z than i do some entertainment dude who been around for the last you know 10 years who is some unknown face at this point like They've probably had that forever, and it ain't changed shit, and you still have issues on a regular basis, so why not have somebody that we all can say, like, hey, shit, at least that motherfucker came from where we came from in some ways. You know, that's, that's my main thing. That's really it. Um, so, yeah, dog, that, that's kind of the... The, the whole spiel of the show right there. We're going to keep on bringing more articles, doing more shit. Uh, I, I appreciate y'all stopping in and listening to me. I'm going to have more guests and shit like that. I'm going to get like Q&A questions that I'm going to either do on the vlog or I'm going to do on here. Whatever it may be. I'm going to just keep on trying to come up with some more show topics as well. But mainly it's just going to be about the articles that we write up on Dope World Media, Dope World News. That's my main target. These the pods. The vlog's gonna be a big thing. We really trying to pull together a full circle shit. So it's gonna be a nice, uh, a, a nice uh, adventure. We got the app that's gonna be coming out in a few months. You know, barring anything, you know, shit might need a little bit of help on it. But 
that that's the main gist. You know, the Nicki Minaj one is crazy. She need to go figure out what the hell she she about to really do because I I don't I don't see in the next year or two her really putting out any good music if she don't you know figure out her own psyche at this point shit because yelling on the Joe Budden podcast ain't where you want to be when you, when, at that point the only person need to be yelling is Joe Budden because he ain't changing so also of course Travis Scott Great documentary. That shit was very inspirational. Dog did his thing. It's fucked up. He ain't win the Grammy. I don't really like the hate that people been throwing at Cardi because of it. But at the same time, I think we all do understand the reason why. Um, she definitely ain't as good as Travis Scott. That's just my personal opinion. But obviously the CD was a hit. And she could have came at it a different way herself, but that's on her. That's on you know, that's on her for real. But either way it go, I, I, I think that 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 young man got a got a, a bright future as long as he don't get hit with the Kardashian curse at no time soon. Because that shit do seem, even though she ain't a Kardashian, still at the same time. Don't do it, bruh. Um, yeah, Jay-Z. Let's see what he can do with the whole NFL situation, of course. And welcome back, my man's ASAP Rocky. Because, shit, we definitely needed you back, my guy. I don't know really why, but you've been doing your thing. And we appreciate you. Even though we ain't fuck with that Ferguson statement that you made, G. I can't lie. A lot of people ain't fuck with that one. So, you might want to come back home and do some reevaluations. Figure out if you, uh, what the hell you doing? You like the Jason Derulo of rap music right now, bro. That's just, that's just my take on it, you know. Everybody got their own opinions. I'm gonna try to get these up to about 35 minutes, but I ain't wanna just talk y'all heads off about a bunch of random bullshit, and then y'all be bored. I think we got a good one, though. We got some good shit going. I'm gonna have some guests. I'm gonna have some more things popping for y'all. So let's keep it moving. I appreciate it. We about.